It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Next time we get a pandemic, might be even worse. So, um, yeah, happy Monday, everybody. That's where we are today. As I say, we will try to give you uh, something to uh, keep going with. Andre Walker is joining me all this morning as well. He's a political commentator. Good morning to you. Hello, how are you? Uh, very well, indeed. Uh, I mean, despite despite all the news we've got at the moment. Um, latest on Omicron, 246 cases here in the UK. Um, the South African data so far suggesting still more transmissible but again, there does seem to be too early to say, got to be honest, too early to say that it does appear to be no more deadly and may even be less deadly. However, if it's more transmissible, there is still the issue that it could possibly still cause more deaths simply by the number of people who get infected very quickly. Even though, of course, we are mass vaccinated in this country. Um, what do you make of where we are with Omicron and this this throw in from Dame Sarah Gilbert in her uh, David Dimbleby lecture? Uh, a Richard Dimbley lecture, sorry, um, that the next pandemic could be even more lethal. Well, I, I, the thing I find absolutely extraordinary is that we get all these variants because the, of the lack of vaccination around the world. And what we seem to be doing in the United Kingdom is revaccinating people and actually ignoring the fact that a lot of these problems come from countries that have got no vaccination programme. Why on earth we're obsessing about vaccinating children and obsessing about mandatory vaccines when we're not doing enough in places like Africa, India, Pakistan, places where these um, the variants come from. But also the other thing is, it's now become just a, a fun sport to complain about yeah. uh, how bad the, the, the lockdown needs to be, how much there needs to be a new lockdown, how much these variants are gonna kill us. I genuinely think, and I've said this for a long time, and I know that you know, I think this, that we have gone too far the other way now. People have forgotten that the lockdowns in of themselves were public health crises yeah. because of mental health, and they've forgotten the need of the economy. You hear people, and it's such nonsense. Well, I don't mind locking down for another six months if oh. it saves one life. It's I madness. I mean, that is madness, isn't it? I mean, again, we only in the end of last week, we, we had so many stories which told us that lockdowns are a 
disaster. Uh, the Arthur Lebinja Hughes case. I mean, alone. This is a little lad. He, you know, he, there was no. He didn't leave the house. He didn't get to see other relatives often enough. He didn't get to go to school and have someone put, look. Oh, look. Here's a kid who's clearly being starved to death and is covered in bruises. He would have been saved. I'm sorry, I've got no doubt he would have been saved if we hadn't been in lockdown. Lockdown was part of the reason why he was able to be murdered. Uh, the 740,000 missed cancer referrals. Uh, only last week we discovered from, and it's not from you know anyone with an axe to grind or someone who's saying we think it might be National Order Office. Every single year there are a certain number of cancer referrals. Seven hundred forty thousand of those are missing, and uh, and they're missing from people who some of whom will have cancer and some of whom will die of cancer. And then and then only this weekend it's announced that that the government um, is all is organising and agreed with by the British Medical Association and Royal College of GPs and everyone for GPs to stop monitoring people who are um, elderly. Or have long, you know, long-term underlying issues, health issues, or do follow-up care after operations. They're not going to do that anymore, so they can be freed up to put jabs into people. Most of the people they're going to be putting jabs into are at minimum, infinitesimally small risk of dying of COVID. But they're not going to be having checks on people who we already know well, are a high risk of heart disease, stroke, and other things. I mean, this is genuinely insane, and frankly immoral at this point as well if if you were to list all of the people that have behaved particularly badly i think gps and the british medical association have to come relatively high up the list you know real you realize why they're interested in doing jabs because they get a bonus for that i've got no time whatsoever for gps i think there are some people during this crisis who've behaved well many gps have behaved abominably I, 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 but, again again it's like look it's like branding all teachers the same you know there are many who do a fantastic fantastic a fantastic job but there are still too many, even if it's a minority, who do a terrible job. I think I'm not entirely sure whether these royal colleges or the British Medical Association, and it's I don't, I'm not entirely sure, as with the case with like the National Education Union, whether they actually represent the majority of the people who came to represent. Most of the GPs I've come across are fantastic people who care desperately about their patients. And, you know, as you know, I'm bored. Everyone said it. I'm a daughter of a GP. I, I, I just, I don't. That this does not does not read true to me that this is how GPs want to behave. Um, and I don't think they're money-grabbing. No, these are people who've got straight-A stars in every top subject. They could have gone off and worked in the city if they cared just about money. But I, I, but there is something going horribly wrong with the priorities. You know, basically, we don't see cancer deaths that are happening over the next few years. We're not, we're not seeing those on the news at six o'clock every night, but we are <laughs> seeing COVID deaths still. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't know anyone who even pays attention to that anymore. I think people just go, oh. And then you get these... Frankly, again, insane people saying, you don't even care about all these people dying of COVID anymore. It's like, well, no, I'm sorry. I don't actually spend my day thinking how terrible it is that someone in their 80s or 90s has died a couple of months sooner than they might otherwise have done of COVID as opposed to something else. What I'm worried about is all the younger people whose lives are being destroyed, who are going to live less less full and less long lives as a result of this. The mums who are going to die when they've got young children because they haven't been treated for cancer. The children who are never going to get proper education again. The kids who are going to be murdered because they've not been at school and no one's checking up on them. I care about that. Sorry, maybe my morals are different from those people's. But 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 I know I know the phrase virtue signalling gets banded round so often, and it is a bit of a a bit of a cliche nowadays. But the truth of the matter is, you know, you take to Twitter, you go down uh, to the pub and chat to these people, and they are obsessed with the view. You're trying to kill people, yeah. and I'm trying to save them, and yeah. you think. 
when you look at the damage of the lockdown, when you look at the increase in alcoholism, when you look at the damage to mental health, when you look at the damage to children's education, to the wealth of this country, if you want a bigger lockdown, if you want more draconian measures, you are the person that's putting people's lives at risk. And the way that they are so, so smug about it just oh. annoys me. Yeah, no, but that is that is it. it is, I, I'm a good person. Um, again, I mean, the... The quite clearly concerted campaign against the unjabbed right now, yes. I think, is very, very sinister. The othering that we've seen it, we've seen it in, 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 in Australia, New Zealand, Italy, Austria, Germany, France. I mean, this is, you know, Ireland as well. This is spreading like, oh, funny enough, a plague. Um, but this, this need to blame people. So you've got even you've got countries like Ireland introduce new restrictions. Ireland has one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. They've had a mask mandate for the best part of the last year. They, um, they, they, they say very highly vaccinated. They've had vaccine passports, all of that. And they are seeing their cases, uh, you know, skyrocketing right now. Same as France, same as Germany, who've also had all of these things. When are people going to get to grips with the idea that this is a virus and it's going to spread? And full stop. It's just going to spread. And what we do is we can take the vaccines, which work, I'm a very big proponent of vaccines, which will protect us, give us a huge amount of protection from getting seriously ill, being hospitalised um, and or dying. OK, so that's what we've got. But that's kind of it. That really is kind of it. Working from home, um, lockdowns and things, they just simply delay it. What are we going to delay until? Well, well we, you know, we, we've got the vaccines. That's it. There may be better vaccines in the future. Are we just going to are we just going to go into lockdown every every year, every few months? Just, you know, just to save a few people who are in their 80s uh, when other people are suffering in every other age group. I don't even think that's viable anymore. I don't even know the British people put up that anymore. But it's it's this idea that this is this can all be blamed on. Those people over there, those anti-vaxxers, yes. those people who haven't got jab, it's all their fault when there's no evidence for that whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've I've taught various sorts of radio stations and TV studios debating people and, and this obsession that they're saying, you believe that 5G is killing people, you believe that, I don't know, Jeff Bezos is doing something, yeah. or whatever it is that they think that, that we all believe. But uh, the point I continually make about mandatory vaccines, certainly in the UK, it is a solution in search of a problem. Um, if you look at any other vaccination program, 90% vaccine take up is a far higher level. Yeah. And, and I keep making this point to people, look, there is a huge difference between offering medical treatment and forcing medical treatments on people but there is not a big difference between which type of medical treatment you force them to have and so i would argue that if you make mandatory vaccines for coronavirus it only makes sense to make them mandatory for absolutely everything oh, else well, for, for and then flu? you wonder what other medical treatment should be mandatory absolutely i mean flu we've never we've never done it for mmr there'll be a much stronger case for mmr we've never done it for the no, flu no. jab uh, and and many other treatments as well people have a right in my view to make wrong decisions and we allow people to make wrong and very poor decisions about their health all the time people are allowed to smoke uh, people can drink too much people eat themselves into obesity i mean other than people getting old which i think is a good thing people being obese is the uh, next single biggest pressure on the nhs which could be dealt with and could be tackled um and 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 yet i don't hear these same people saying well you know these people should be stigmatized we're told constantly you must not stigmatize someone who is overweight what but you can stigmatize somebody who's not had health treatment. oh well that's a choice well, I mean, for the vast majority of people, being 
morbidly obese is, is uh, fundamentally a choice, isn't it? But this is the thing. You know, we have pressures on the NHS. People who ride motorcycles are at higher risk of, of getting into hospital. People who, I mean, horse riding's pretty darn risky. Um, there are lots of things that people do. Uh, people people crossing the roads, you know, holding their phones is more, more at risk of a car accident. We, we, we accept that there are just these extra pressures on the NHS. We don't blame people for it. I think that I think that anyone who is vaguely at risk of COVID, um, of, of being of being seriously ill from COVID, should be getting their vaccine. But after advising people and educating people and maybe cajoling people and making it as easy as possible for people, I think there are, A, our responsibility ends, and B, um, their responsibility to us ends. I, I just... I just think it's a it's a really clear cut thing. We're offering you the the vaccine. It's free. It's available to you. It works. Here's the data. If you don't want to take it, tough. Then you'll live with the consequences. But we shouldn't punish people for that. No. Uh, by the way, you know, Ricky Gervais once said that the thing about being overweight is you had a lot of time to back out of it. It's not like you didn't realise when you had KFC every day. But, do you know, I think there's a bigger point here, and I don't want to sound like I'm being gloomy on a Monday. Yeah. I know you were complaining about gloominess in your introduction. But actually, I often, when I was a kid, wondered what happened to these great empires like the Roman Empire. Mm. And really, all of them, whether it be China, whether it be Rome, um, all of them collapse in the end under a weight of bureaucracy. And I think really what happens is the risk averse people begin taking over and just drown us all in paperwork. Yeah. I believe that what we are seeing potentially is the end of Western civilization as we know, oh. simply because it will start to collapse under the weight of the people who just don't add anything to society. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, guy. I think this is existential. And again, it's about our values as Western liberal democracy. If we don't have our values and then, you know, then, then we don't have anything really. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.